Top five, top five, top five. Hey, what's going on, guys? This your host, Dennis Botang, and you're listening to the Top 5 Podcast, where I talk to dope people who are doing dope things, and I am an advocate for nurturing the culture. And today, we have a dope guest, my guy, Brian Andrew. Yo, what's yo, good? Yo, 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 <laughs> What's yo. up, bro? Man, chilling, man. Thank you so much for pulling up on me, man, um, and being able to sit down with me. Yeah, um, bro. Course. Thanks for having me, dog. Yeah, you already know, man. Y'all, you know, it was needed. Yeah. You know, we talked about it the first time we met, so yeah. I'm glad you're here. And for us, this is like a, just a dope conversation because yeah. that's what we we do it anytime we yeah, link up, easy. right? It's easy. So, um, I would I want to just give you the the opportunity to just kind of give us a little, um, you know, a little elevator pitch on who yeah, you yeah. are. Um, my name is Brian. Brian Andrew. Writer, I write songs, uh, make beats. Uh, what else do I do? Uh, I'm just a creator. Right. Uh, if you know something that I, I want to do, I, I try to my best to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But what my my true passion is 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 music. So I'm um, just figuring that out right now and, and going for it. And yeah. then I think most importantly, I'm just a lover of people. Yes, I will want people true. will want. I want people to know that more than anything. Where, uh, what I do is music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now he he he's not lying. Like he this guy right here has a big heart. Um, and and you know I, I I sense that from from the get go since day one when I met you uh, with Jay Macklin. Shout out to Jay Macklin. Yo, what up, <laughs> Joshua? Yeah. So before we get uh, super, you know into the meat of this uh, podcast interview here, uh, I want to come out with the quote of the day. Um, and it is by the amazing Talib Kweli. Yes, sir. Um, and this is the quote. Uh, you got to get back to your essence. Use your gifts and share your presence. Don't count your dollars till you count your blessings. Mm. Now, that's... That's a that's, good one, bro. That's like a finger snap type yeah. of, you know, <laughs> quote right there. Um but uh, can you can you like you know uh, elaborate on what that quote uh, means to you? Yeah, let me let me let me read it real quick. Let okay. me see. Okay, so you got to get back to your essence. So the first thing I thought about when I heard the word essence is just like your true self, uh-huh. um, your true self, your higher self. Mm-hmm. Um, I really believe that there's, and we talked about it a little bit yep. uh, the other night. I believe that everybody has divine beauty in them. That's like right. everybody does. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, uh, just depending on what environment you grew up in, uh, just society, like you pick up this stuff along the way mm-hmm. and you have all these layers. So I feel like a lot of people don't uh, get in tune and touch with their true self. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people may call it God. Some people call it Whatever, but there's a witness inside of you that witnesses your your feelings, your thoughts, and uh, yeah. So I think about that when when he says essence, and then from that place, like if you're aligned with yourself, your true self, mm-hmm. you'll be able to find your gifts That's and right. your passions. And um, I feel like uh, just. In my life, I feel like when I'm in tune with my true self, I peel back the layers. Uh, my presence is felt 
if yeah. I walk into a building, like there's no other options for my presence to be felt if I'm in line with my and in touch with my true self. Straight up. Uh, so what else he said? Okay, make your presence felt. Don't count your dollars. Yeah, don't okay. count your dollars to you. Uh, count your blessings. And just going along with that theme, I feel like if you know what really drives you, what your passions are, what your gifts are, being thankful for that, uh-huh. that you know what you know your contribution to the world is, right. and then like being thankful and doing what you feel like you should do just for the love of it, yeah, it, the money's gonna come. Mm. So don't do it for you know the dollars. That's do right. it because you feel like that's what you need to do. Because you love it, and then the dollars will come after. So that's okay. just what I got from it. All right, all right. So just to kind of summarize what you talked about, so digging deep and finding yourself. Yeah. Right. Um, knowing that you have gifts in you that will exude your presence when you step in a room wherever yeah. you're at, yeah. and then um, also pretty much just following and following your passions. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So mine for me. Uh, it, it's more about it speaks the word purpose mm-hmm. right so he's he says you got to get back to your essence use your gifts and share your presence so I feel like a lot of times we, we're, we're in a space where we may not fully understand um, what we want to do mm-hmm. to be successful yeah, yeah. because we're in this um, mentality that oh I have to do this to be successful but yeah. that also always goes in line with finances Mm. you know what i mean or i have to be this type of influencer or i have to have these sent these many amount of followers or i have to work these many hours to get the check that i want Mm -hmm. but now i think it's all about when you're trying to dig to find that purpose and what it is that you're supposed to do i feel like it's always been in there yeah it's always in the details of your life Mm. you know what i mean so there might be things that you've gone through that you weren't paying attention to, but have a huge part in your purpose. Yeah. Right? So, always knowing where you come from and digging deep in your experiences. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, using those gifts, because your your gifts always have little highlights uh-huh. until you find out what they are. It's almost like a like an egg. Yeah. You know, you get these little cracks yeah, yeah. here and there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? As you keep warming the egg, it's going to crack. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Uh, it's going to give birth. So, um, just got to pay attention to your past. Think about, dang, how was I able to handle this experience? Or what did I go through? You're most likely going to be able to pinpoint what your gifting is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that gifting, when you use it wisely, when you use it uh, responsibly, yeah. would definitely... Um, I mean, open like your your presence would be crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I f- think I think about somebody like um someone like Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, this dude is like super like himself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. There isn't a room that he can walk in that he's not gonna light it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um I him- think that's special too to like the pressure of being what we feel like other people want us to be is yeah. so heavy. Work. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like there's only a small percentage of people who are really like themselves. Work. And I don't think there's anything more powerful than being yourself mm-hmm. and you're just going like 
you know, for lack of better words, with the flow. Like That's you're right. going in alignment with who you are and what you, you know, created yeah. to be. So That's right. And, and and because I mean, that's always been my thing. I think the and we just talked about this before we started recording it about how I'm not all like, oh, this Uber celebrity. Da, yeah. da, da, da. I'm more into like the neighborhood heroes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like because it's like there's nothing like seeing someone find their gifts mm-hmm. and then just like, just, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, take yeah. over the world with it. Like you're yeah. sure of yourself. Yeah. You're confident in your gift. Uh, whether you create something dope or not, mm-hmm. you're okay with failing. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to get right back. I learned my lesson and all of that, you yeah. know, and it goes into the whole, um, don't, you know, don't count your dollars till you count your blessings. Yeah. You know, cause I think about how many people who have all the money in the world, yet they're, they're not, you know, what we would call blessed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going through so much. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do believe that money is important. Mm-hmm. You know, it does help make, um, you know, uh, it helps with creating experiences. It helps with, um, um, you know, experiencing things or whatever, yeah. building jobs, whatever you, you, you want to do, you know, with mm-hmm. your money. Um but I believe it's more about like, man, your blessings, man. Like yeah. when you're able to sit back and be like, man, like we made it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, I think about it a lot too, is like money, like if money is what you're going for, mm-hmm. if that's what you're going for, like you'll never be able to have enough. Oh, like no. you'll always be trying to get more. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You got to like I said in the beginning, like get in tune, get in touch with your true self, who you really are. Yeah. And, uh, do what you want to do or what you feel like you should do. And I had a conversation with myself not too long ago and I was just sitting, making a beat. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I told myself, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Mm. Like, I really love it that much. Yeah. Like just not thinking, just creating. Like I have to create. I'm going to be creating for the rest of my life. For sure. And I'm not thinking about it. Even if it doesn't make me money, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I, I hopefully, and I believe with yeah. that attitude, not doing it for the money, the money's going to come. That's right. You know That's what I'm right. saying? And it's crazy you say that because my mom and my dad both always used to tell me this. Um, you know, th- don't chase the money. Yeah. And instead do something that the money would chase you for. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I, I truly do believe in that. Yeah. You know, I think about someone like Basquiat. Mm. I mean, this dude was, to many people, you know, if you met, like, if you had met Basquiat back in the day, you you probably thought, like, oh, this dude is really awkward. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's different. Like, whatever. Yeah. But his goal was all about. Yeah, I'm going through life. I'm in touch with my emotions. Mm. But I love just expressing myself. Mm. But look at how much bread he made. He probably didn't even really care about the money. Yeah. And look how much money he's still making. And he's not even here, yeah. you know, physically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, it, it's just crazy, man. Yeah. Somebody being so in touch with themselves. Yeah. Uh, and their gift. And... Uh, and the money just comes, man. Yeah, I, f- I, mean? I feel like it. I feel like um, you have to individually define what success is for you. Very true. Um, I think that 
for me personally, my definition of success mm-hmm. is seeing someone who's at peace with themselves. Mm-hmm. That's success to me because I've I've come across celebrities and people mm-hmm. who have a lot of money yeah. and I could just see and feel that they're just not happy with themselves yeah. and yeah. their situation. So it just tells me all the stuff that you have, the money that you have, it doesn't mean anything it at doesn't. the end of the day if you're not happy and you're not, you know, you're not yeah. at peace with yourself. And that's I, success I, to that's me. That's so real. And it's crazy that you even pinpointing on that, like, when I moved here to LA, I was just like, okay, I'm in a land where opportunities are crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, anything that you want to build, you can build. But really, you can do that anywhere. Yeah. But I think it's just more popular. Is a more popular choice here mm-hmm. or a path to take to build your own. Mm-hmm. It's more supported. Yeah, yeah. Own, right now, mind you, I came out here, um, and on my entrepreneur tip and doing things on the side as well, mm-hmm. and, and building and creating. And I'm at just all these coffee shops, you know, usually in the morning writing and yeah, um, you know, recording whatever, um, and 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 doing different things. And I would see celebrities just walk in and out. You know, yeah. I would see celebrities walk down the street. And I was just, I've never been the type to get starstruck or mm-hmm. anything. But you can tell when some of them are happier than not. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm not going to put this lady on blast. Yeah. But let's just say. I <laughs> put saw... on blast, bro. Who was it, dog? No. Oh, I was, man. No, I was just kidding. No, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. 100. Um, I, me, me and Danielle went to a Starbucks. <laughs> And it, it was uh, we were in Studio City. We just getting our Starbucks or whatever, and uh, we just you know we we get our coffee or whatever. We go back to the car, and as I sit, I look up. I happen to look up, and somebody's just like standing in front of our car. Yeah. Um, and it was Raven Simone. Mm-hmm. Bro, she looks so unhappy. Fam. What's going on with you, Simone? <laughs> like, and I was talk. just like, I don't know if I caught her at a bad time, but it was just the aura too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she looked like she didn't want to, I don't know. Bro. Man. It was just like she was having a bad day. Dude, I talk know? about this all the time. I feel like there's a, a, a few people who can handle it right. Yeah. But I think fame is one of the worst things that can happen to a person. I, I feel like it's, <laughs> I feel like it has its gifts and curses. You know what I'm saying? Like I think. What for, do you think are the gifts of being famous? I think just the platform. Okay. You know, uh, but but the curse comes with not knowing how to use it. Mm. You know, like I I would never understand people who like say they'll rather be famous than being rich i'd rather be rich than famous you know what i mean yeah facts facts. (laughs) you know what i'm saying but people who are just like and i get it when you a kid like yeah i want to be famous totally you know what that comes from what people not being happy with themselves and just want to feel accepted very true very true validation yeah because we get social media celebrities and everything i mean there are some that are real doing their thing some don't even ask for it yeah and they get it but not like the whole thing about being famous, being famous is the business of attention. Yes. Right? Yeah. Now, when you are the center of attention, mm-hmm. you have to master the art of knowing how to direct it and how for it to help you make the next move. Yeah. A lot of people do become famous. Mm-hmm. And don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like 
you pray for it, you pray for it, you pray for it. And, and God's like, nah, chill. Like, you don't need that yet. You know what I'm saying? And then you're like, nah, 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 I need it, I need it. it like, God's like, all right, cool, go ahead. And then you have no instructions, no type of navigation, mm. nothing, knowing how to. And that's how I feel like people just get like, you know, they just go crazy. Yeah. You know, attention is a good thing, but too much of anything isn't good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why we see, you know, a lot of people, you know, going through whatever they go through. And, mm. you know, you wouldn't wish that on anyone. But, um, you know, I, I feel like for me, it, also, there's different degrees of, of fame, fame. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's why I, I respect the neighborhood heroes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, I'm into... Uh, you know, chopping it up with someone who started a dope company. Yeah. Um, but is just a regular, regular dude, man, walking his dog in a neighborhood, got his kid in a stroller. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? I think fame, I think fame is a lot different than like a, I don't know, uh, someone who has influence or mm -hmm. someone who's like, I don't know how they articulate it, but like, notoriety or someone who's making a difference i think fame is this like money making mm. fabricated thing that the united states or just western culture really like uh uplifts mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's just all about making money companies or whoever let me use this person to make mm. us money or whatnot but it's the the idea of celebrity i don't know mm. it's like so prominent in the United States is crazy, like Word. social media or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like Anderson Pack said, like F fame, it killed yeah. all my favorite entertainers. Wow. Like it's straight wow. up. It's nah, like Word. I mean that's that's that can be very true, you know what I mean? Like think about how many you know you know, how many uh people that you might have grow, grew up with whatever, like, yo, we was just playing in a sandbox, like, not too long ago. Mm -hmm. You got a little fame now, and you just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, you switching up, which I do. And then, of course, there are the people who use that Jay-Z quote, like, you think I, you know, whatever. Uh, what, what did Jay-Z say? Um, you think uh, something about... Do you think I let the got the money for me to stay the same or oh, something, yeah, something yeah, along yeah. those lines? I yeah. can't remember off the top mm -hmm. of my head right now, but nah, like there are the ones that you keep in one hundred. With of course, you evolve as a human mm -hmm. uh, and you grow up. Yeah, and uh, priorities change. But then there are people who just totally like, yo, you're out of pocket. Mm -hmm. Like this ain't even you, bro. But. Like, the money, but if one person individual is the breadwinner for a whole squad, camp, yeah, a whole yeah. group of people, yeah. who's going to say something? Now, that's true. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's why I believe, um, and I forgot which rapper it was. I believe it was Jim Jones. Shout mm. out to Capo. I was a huge <laughs> Diplomats uh, Dipset fan, but yeah. he was talking about how, um, you know, your crew ain't really winning if you're the only one who got bread. Yeah, you know what straight I mean? up. Like, if you're a boss, then everybody in your circle should be bosses. Mm -hmm. No matter how big or small. And you should be giving them tools to be their own That's boss. Right. You know, like, I'm, 
okay, I know I got this skill or whatever that's going to help us all eat, yep. but you need to learn how to deal with your finances on your own. You need to learn how to be an influence on your own. You need mm-hmm. to do your own thing. And I, I feel like once that's what I want to do. Yeah. Like what I do is for my family and friends. I want to be able to put people in a position that's where right. they could do their own thing mm-hmm. and start their own ripples. And, but, you know. but you know what? This is another thing that I have learned. A lot of times, like for individuals like you and I, mm-hmm. we have such big hearts and we want like, yo, the family's got to eat. The yeah, homies yeah. got to eat and everything. Um, a lot of times that's what we want for others, but it may not be what they want for themselves. Oh, that's facts. That's because heavy. I remember this one time, I think it was like during the holidays or now it was like the summer before I, I moved to Virginia. I remember I was sitting down just, you know, just kicking it with my pops mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he's just telling me he was very proud of me and everything. And we're just talking and I was like, you know, I just told him, I was like, yo pops, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it man. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna make something happen, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, I was like, I know, I know you want to go back to Ghana, you know. what I'm saying I'll get you a driver, you know. I'll get you whatever car you need, but I'll get you a driver. Mm-hmm. You know, you can travel wherever you want. Yeah. You know, or and he he looked at me. He was like, Man, I don't need no dang on driver. <laughs> He's like, I can drive my own car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. But that just made me think about just like even the thought of people like. And I'm gonna buy my mom a big old house and yeah. buy my daddy a truck. And uh-huh. I'm gonna make sure the boys in the neighborhood are all good. I'm yeah. gonna get them to have you. You gotta find out what it is they want. Yeah, you can't just put it in their and what they can handle. That what they can handle, and I feel like that's where a lot of things do go downhill, and a lot of crews sometimes mm. is like, yeah, like you you got your homie the the new car, the latest car, and everything, but. Mm. Maybe it wasn't his time to have that. Yeah. And that could lead him into something that he didn't foresee or didn't plan to have or whatever. It could be attention. It mm. could be whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, or with the moms. Like, I was <laughs> watching a, a interview with Sebastian Telfair oh, yeah. on, on The Breakfast Club about how he bought his mom a big old house, like a non-bedroom crib. Mm-hmm. and. She what man? She ran back to the hood. <laughs> like, yeah, she was, she was ready to go back to the hood, mm-hmm. and that's where she still lives at, still to this day. Wow. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like, yeah, we love people and everything. Mm-hmm. We want to put people in position, but we also have to. Hey, let me see where your head is at. Yeah, well, where do you see yourself? Yeah, and it's cool if you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, just learn while you're around me. Yeah. Or while you're around success, just learn and glean as much as you can. Yeah. But find out what it is you want. And I feel like that's the mistake that sometimes people do make when they get the money, they get the fame or whatever. I mean, we're not there yet. Yeah. We're on our way. Yeah, we um, are. But um, I think that we'll, we'll be able to uh, maneuver uh, and, and navigate through it uh, a little bit more responsibly. Yeah. Um, and I think, too, uh, oftentimes... Uh, I used to when I first started doing music. I've mm-hmm. been, I I was trying to write for other people and produce because I knew I want to do music, but the That's idea right. of fame has never been appealing to me. Mm-hmm. And I know that, um, yeah, it's a dangerous place to be. So mm-hmm. I've kind of been hiding yeah. behind, you know, <laughs> yeah. trying to find other stuff to do. But it's Work. getting to a point where I gotta put my own stuff out. That's right. That's right. But um, mm-hmm. uh, 
What was I saying? What were you, what were you saying before that? Uh, just talking about the fame and, and how it's coming and um, the money and putting people in Oh, position. how we'll handle yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm 30 years old. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we get to a place where we compare ourselves. Yep. Um, just the people who are younger, who are already on and doing this. But mm-hmm. just recently, I've gotten to a place where, like, I had to live life. That's right. And I'm confident that once the money comes and once the notoriety or whatever comes my way, yeah. I'm really confident that I'll be able to handle it the right way now. Mm-hmm. Because I'm 30, I'm not 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. Man, if I would have got the bag at 18, bro. Son. I don't like <laughs> would have been a whole rap. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I, I can't even I was so immature, bro. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm I mean, I'm glad I'm glad that, you know, um I didn't get the bag like when I was 17, 18 yeah. years old because I wouldn't have my creativity wasn't even really born then. Mm. Or I didn't know what my create creative gift or my my love of creating content or uh, studying sneakers or whatever the case yeah, may yeah. be, um, it, it wasn't there yet. Mm. I thought I wanted to play in the NFL. Yeah, you know what I mean. Shit, me too. <laughs> so yeah. it's like that's that's all I thought. I'm like, yeah, I want to go to the league. Da, da, da. Never happened, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. That's all I was thinking. Hmm. So, how much do you think of that? What you wanted to do before was wrapped up in counting the money before counting your oh, blessings. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, coming from the background that I came from, I was like, "Yo, I gotta get to this money fast." Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want my mom working nights anymore. Yeah. Uh, or working multiple jobs. I don't want my dad waking up super early, working extra shifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to put my brothers on. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't have my brothers um, out here lacking when it comes to, you know, staying fresh. Yeah, yeah. And, and all of that. So it was a lot of things, man. Uh, I mean, I think I was one of those kids that saw a lot happen. Yeah. And, and you know, while growing up, I grew up fast. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, nah, we got to get out of this early. Yeah. Um. So that and also, is, of course, what was cool. Mm. You know, what would get me more love yeah. from the homies or, or, or the girls. Mm. That's what I wanted to do. I yeah. wanted to be the guy. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, oh, yeah, if I go to the league, if I come back to Indianapolis, oh, yeah, like. I'll get acceptance. I'll get love that everybody's yeah, looking everybody's for. Everybody's going to want to kick it with me. Mm-hmm. I could have any shorty I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can go da 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 but it, and And that was like the the wrong the wrong approach. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that just goes back to that quote, bro. Mm-hmm. Talib, thank you, son. Yeah, shout out thank to Talib Kwali, man. <laughs> one of the one of the real ones in the game, but it's cool how we could just break it down kind of like a, just like a verse in a yeah. Bible or something. Hip hop is crazy, dog. No, hip hip hop definitely has its gems, man. Yeah. I what I'm going to do eventually like I'm going eventually what I'm going to do is I'm I'm gonna use. You gonna spit some bars? Bro? No, that's all. Oh, heck no, man. My okay. career is all over. Right. No. <laughs> I'll stick to writing. All but, right. Um, I think what I want to do eventually is like even just dig into like trap music verses and use them as quotes and <laughs> oh, see what people dang. come up with. I, I think that'll be dope too. See if we can find the beauty out of a lot of different things. But <laughs> um, 
I do want to go into more about you, man, because, uh, you know, it, it was dope for you to even say yes and come through. Yeah, I me. appreciate it, bro. Like I said, we always no have dope conversations. So I'm going to just kind of give a little backdrop as to how we met. Okay. Um, so um, it was about uh, two months ago because yeah, yeah. I had just moved here. It was like literally like two weeks. Mm. And uh, Jay Macklin was in town. You guys were shooting and I saw that he was in town. So... I hit him up. I was like, hey, bro, what's yeah. up? And he said, I'm in Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I drove out there, met you. Mm -hmm. And what was crazy is that we <laughs> literally lived five minutes away from each other. Growing up. Growing up in Indianapolis. That's <laughs> wild. Yeah, that's um, crazy. And the, the connection is crazy because, so, Indianapolis, you went to North Central. I went to Pike. Yep. Um, and then you lived in Richmond. I lived in Richmond, but you have family there too. Well, I didn't live in Richmond. I was just out there well, yeah, you with know, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you got I family out, to, out there. Yeah, yeah. So you knew the same people that I got to know. Mm -hmm. And then I move here. You're out here, and, and we all know the same people. Not just in Richmond, not just but in, Richmond, in Indiana in too. Indiana, and yeah, that's that's crazy, bro. Yeah, that that's, is really crazy. Yeah, but it's cool. Um, like I feel like we vibe really well. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh you can vibe with people from all over the world. Yeah, but for like sure. vibing with somebody who's from the same place that yeah. can kind of relate and went through the same stuff is oh, like yeah. something special about oh, it. Oh yeah, for sure. But I just think it's crazy just how we met. And I we, know, I know, man. When it when I remember, when it happened, you know, I came home, I told I told Danielle, I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like <laughs> the first two weeks I run into you know, somebody who's from Indy mm -hmm. and, and live like down the street. We live down the street from each other and never, yeah. you know, got knew each other or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And now we're here. And then you um invited me over, you know, your your, your family's crib mm -hmm. on uh like Halloween week yeah, and all yeah. that. So I mean that was, that was nothing but love, man. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah, no um, doubt, bro. But definitely, man, I want us to kind of dig into your um, your creativity, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? As a writer, yeah. a producer, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're working on a project yeah. too. Mm -hmm. I mean, just give us a little bit about that, man. What, what, what guided you to produce music? What, what got you into music and all that? Okay. We, we got time? Oh yeah, we got time. Okay. We got time. <laughs> <laughs> we so, got time. um, I'll go back a little bit how mm -hmm. I kind of got introduced to music and, mm -hmm. Um, so I came from a musical family. Mm -hmm. Uh, my pops was a drummer or even back before then, my great grandmother on my dad's side, mm -hmm. she played organ and sang oh, wow. in a church and mm -hmm. my, my great grandfather, I think they had like nine kids, I believe. And mm -hmm. that musical influence kind of trinkled down. So yeah. everybody either sang or played an instrument. Yeah. My dad was in a band with his siblings and stuff, so mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just had a musical background. Mm -hmm. um, but my dad never pushed music on us. I was just always around it. Mm -hmm. And as a kid, I never pursued music. Like I never thought like, oh, this is what I want to do. It was just sports. You know, in Indiana, it's like heavy sports. Oh, come on, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just I did that as a kid. Um, but something happened. My family picked up from Indianapolis yeah. and moved from uh, Indianapolis to California mm -hmm. for just like a short amount of time. I was out there for like a year, a year and a half. Mm -hmm. But when I came out, it was like a culture shock. Mm -hmm. 
I'll never forget. And uh, shout out to Brandon Guillory, um, my homeboy, Brandon, we call him Prof. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in eighth grade, and he had his little crew. They was rapping, making music and stuff. And uh, once I think about it, it was it was just really crazy to me that somebody that young was actually like recording music on their on their computer and just yeah. so it kind of like it lit something inside of me. I was like, dang, mm. this is so dope. And I was like, the first time I tried to write a rhyme, it was extra trash. <laughs> I'm sure of it. But just being around him. Uh, I don't think he he realizes. I don't think I don't think I've ever told him how much of an influence he was on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just getting that experience being in California was a different vibe, and it was just totally different from Indiana. It's a, and it's I, a, I mean, it's a whole different planet. Yeah, know? yeah, straight up, yeah. straight up. So, um, I remember when we went to high school in California. I was cool with, still cool with Brandon, and he was just a dope MC. Like, I remember this tape, Prof. I know you remember this. It's called. Uh, he made this tape called Concrete Elements, mm. and he was spitting bars, bro. Like even today, mm-hmm. a thirteen-year-old was spitting bars, and Word. I remember just listening to it. Like, dang, this dude's incredible. Mm-hmm. We went to high school. And in California, at most schools, everybody, there's not period lunches. Yeah. Everybody had the lunch at the same time. So we were freshmen and just all the upperclassmen, everybody had lunch. Yeah. So uh, I remember I used to beatbox. For some reason, yeah. I just knew how to beatbox really good. Yeah. I think listening to, you remember Rozelle? Rozelle, yeah, 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 yeah. Rozelle, that sounds so familiar. He used to just make beatbox and he did the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. So I used to practice. So uh, I used to beatbox, and he just used to kill these ciphers. Mm. And um, that's when like hip hop really like hit me hardcore. And yeah, I fell in love with it. And then fast forward, I moved back to Indiana, and then I kind of leave music alone and go Mm. back to sports. Yeah. And it wasn't until maybe like, um. Me my junior year, mm-hmm. uh, there was this dude named JP who used to make beats, mm-hmm. and uh, I went over there. You know Roby? Yeah, Brandon uh, Roby. Shout out, shout out to Brandon yeah, Roby. Yeah, what's up, Roby? Um, JP's mom had a house over by Holiday Park. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, I remember Holiday Park. Like, yeah. who was that? Michigan? Uh, is that? Was it Michigan or? Not Michigan. Uh, K- Kess- is it? Kessler. Kessler. Yeah, yeah, Kessler. Yeah, Kessler. Yeah. Yep. He had a crib. It was like the spot. Everybody used to go over there. We used to go in the attic and just smoke and, you know. Yeah. Uh, but he used to make beats. And one time, I tried to, like, hop on a track with Roby. Mm-hmm. Roby, he, he was all right back yeah. in the day. Uh-huh. I tried to hop on it. It was so trash. <laughs> but that was the first time I ever recorded anything. Yeah. So... It was so trash. I didn't touch music again for <laughs> for a long time. Word. Um, and then uh, what happened after that? Oh, crazy story. So I go to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get a scholarship at the school in Pennsylvania to mm-hmm. play football. I go there. Nice. I hate it. It was trash. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm leaving. Word. Um. I. Decided to go to Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, mm-hmm. and uh, my sister lived out there, and 
I called my homie Brandon Prof I was telling you about. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, hey, bro, yo, I'm, I'm moving to Phoenix this weekend, you know. And I was just calling because I'm like five hours away from California. We yeah. kind of lost touch. And it was like, bro, I'm moving to Phoenix this weekend. That's crazy. <laughs> and I was like, what? Wow. So it was crazy. I hadn't talked to him in a long time. And we moved to Phoenix at the, the same, same time, time, the same wow. weekend. Wow. And uh, just to kind of speed up the story a little bit, the environment that they lived in, mm-hmm. we called it the Players Palace at the time, but <laughs> the Players Palace. it was him, his cousin Terrain, and then a the homie Cadillac Freeze, mm. and they was all making music, mm-hmm. and it was just a crazy creative environment, and I just fell in love with music even deeper, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, bro, that's when it really, like, really... S- spark something in deep inside of me like that you needed to take it seriously yeah well not even take it seriously yet but it was like a infatuation with music because i can see it i can see the creative process and they're just you know everybody's vibing and everybody's on the same wavelength and just in this little apartment in the hood just mm-hmm. making music and that's kind of like really the foundation of when I was like dang this is really really dope mm-hmm, and the, just mm-hmm. the just the process of being with a group of people and collectively creating something it just like smacked me in the face mm. so um I try to do a couple songs yeah I try to record a couple songs I was learning from the homie prof like how to write and how they approach you know music and stuff and they were all funky like remember yeah. we were talking about before you like that neo soul yeah 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 it yeah. was like old samples like funky soulful hip hop oh yeah that's yeah so that's me saying it now that's why I gravitate to like stuff like Anderson Packer and yep. like soulful stuff because that was like my introduction to, to that to, yeah um but yeah i then i ended up moving back to indiana mm-hmm. dabble with i got into this music program at this college i was with i was mm-hmm. playing football mm-hmm. uh dabble with music here and there mm-hmm. it's never been consistent for me like even uh let me know if I'm rambling or going no, no, too long. You, okay, okay. Bro, we're good. <laughs> All right, cool, yeah, cool. We're good. Don't worry about that. Um, so, yeah, I dabbled with it a little bit. I felt like I had a little bit of skills. Yeah. But I never took it ster- serious. I was still chasing the football dreams and stuff. And then uh, I ended up joining the military. Mm-hmm. Military brought me back out to California. Still, like, dabble with music here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really take it serious. My living situations really didn't allow me to like really record and be consistent. Mm-hmm. Got into a, a, a crazy relationship that mm-hmm. wasn't allowing me to. So go all the way to now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like two years ago, mm-hmm. I decided like, you know what? I'm going to teach myself how to make beats. I, I always wrote and I was pretty good at writing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to rely on people for beats no more. So yeah. I locked myself. I got my uh, got a spot. Yeah. I locked myself in a room and like taught myself how to make beats. Which, by the way, for the people 
What's up? Go on Instagram. Follow <laughs> Brian. You got tell him your you tell him your Instagram name so they can go watch your your <laughs> production videos. They're hilarious. <laughs> uh, is I am Bry B R Y Andrew. Yeah. Um, I don't post as much as I. That's a whole nother story. Y'all gotta, like, go, I, y'all gotta go watch this man produce, man. Like this is dope. Like. I think I watched. I told you the other time. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I've gone on your page and just watched those just videos, one minute clips or whatever. I'm like, it's either I'm like, yo, vibe into the joint, <laughs> or I'm just cracking up laughing. You know what I mean? Uh, but now nah, you're you're definitely very talented. Um, and that, and I'm not surprised either because of just even the connection, like you and your cousin Dewan. Mm. Like, you know, I have never had the pleasure. Shout to, out to Dewan. I haven't had the pleasure to meet him just yet. Yeah. Um, but you know, him dropping his uh, project. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, recently. No tears out everywhere. No tears. Dewan, no tears. Go check it out. You know, and um, and, you know, you guys being family. Uh, and yeah. Y'all doing music? I'm like, oh, it all makes sense. Like, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Um. It's just, it's just it's amazing. It's that that lineage though. Where mm-hmm. He's a part of my, the, my my dad's side of my family, and yeah. they just everybody is some like the men anyway, or yeah. in a, in the women too. Like there's some kind of connection with music, music in yeah. the extended family. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we uh, we connected within the past couple years. Yeah, um, just on some music stuff, and like when I really started trying to do it for real and connected mm-hmm. with him, and we just vibed out, and that's like my my ace as far as yeah. like music. And that's good. He's a, he's in a he's in a very dope creative um, bubble. Yeah, out there in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, there's so many creatives. It's yeah, yeah. It's not even funny. I mean. Dude, like people in Richmond are so creative, man. That was a great uh, time for me, a great two years yeah. being able to live there because I, I feel like I was able to tap into my creativity on a whole nother level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But So um, how, um, like what kind of led you to where you're at now? Like what's kind of some of your story? And So, you know, um, football was one thing that always, you know, led me mm-hmm. everywhere. Uh, so I started off, uh, you know, after Pike, uh, I started off at Ivy Tech, mm. you know, so did community college for a little bit. Yeah. Um, was transferring into IU um, and uh, uh, came back to, well, went back to Indianapolis that mm-hmm. summer um, and then um, just went ahead and went to IUPUI. Okay. And then I had left football alone for a little while. You know what I mean? I was like, man, bump it. Like, yeah. Because, I mean, eventually, yeah, because I went to IUPUI. They have no football program. Yeah, yeah, But then um, they had a Marion College mm-hmm. who I was in talks with and everything. What did you, Wait, hold on. Did you go to Marion? I was going to. Okay, because yeah. I want to say, I know, I know a few people that went there. Man, we probably know the same people there, too. It's crazy, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised. But, yeah. yeah, I went on my visit and everything. I talk, you know, sat down with the coaches and you know, I, I was like, all right, cool. I'm about to go back and play football. And then I got into Butler. And mm. then it was just kind of like, Marion or Butler? You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I went to Butler. Um, and there, I was just more into writing. Mm-hmm. Because I was writing daily quotes as my exercise, per se. Word, my writing word. exercise and everything. And, um, man, I thought I was going to come out making 80 racks a year. Yeah. Uh, being a business consultant. You yeah. know what I mean? Um but now I got into radio. 
So mm. radio got me to Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Um, you know, I was working at ESPN uh, for for about a year and some change. Mm. And, um, you know, me and Danielle got married and uh, she got a job offer here. And I was like, yo, let's go. Yeah. You know, but for me, it was always uh, wanting to have that creative freedom, man. Mm-hmm. Like, because I never, I've always, I always wanted to do a lot of things. Yeah. You know, there wasn't just one thing that I wanted to do. Yeah. I and feel it. I used to think it was a bad thing. I'm like, why can't I just focus on just one? And, mm-hmm. and then I realized, like, it's not a bad thing. It's just. I'm a hub for amazing ideas. Yeah, you're and just I, creator, your content creator, exactly. or whatever that looks like. And but what I came to understand too is that a lot of times the ideas that I have are not meant for me to use. They're mm. meant for me to give to somebody else, Whoa. or to help them with their vision yeah. or what they're trying to do. That's cool. So once I was able to understand that, mm-hmm. I think I've been able to just link up with people. I mean, that's all I want to do, man. A lot yeah. of times just collaborate with yeah, people, bro. create with them. There yeah. are some people who pretty much cut themselves out of the opportunity though, because mm-hmm. you can't always think somebody's competition. Yeah. Right. I, I remember I wrote this quote one day. I said, when you're in competition with someone who doesn't know they're in competition with you, mm-hmm. you've already lost. Because they're not worried about you. <laughs> you know, they just moving how they move. Yeah. You know, they're doing their thing. But you're constantly thinking, oh, I'm in competition with this person. I got to do yeah. this. I got to. You're frustrating yourself. You're burning mm-hmm. yourself out. So with me, when I kind of see that people like, oh, dang, he's doing this. I got to. I'm like, bro, I'm not in competition with you. And of course, yeah. I've had those moments as well. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you, like, have you had those moments where oh, you yeah. felt like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had those moments in the past where I felt either um and i'm i'm glad that i can be so real with myself well i felt threatened mm-hmm. by somebody else's creativity what they were mm-hmm. doing or i um felt like i had to be in competition and one up mm-hmm. the, the you know the next creative yeah but i think what helped me definitely was understanding that my view on creativity is way different than anybody else yeah. nobody can create like i did yeah that's and i a can't fact. create like the next person that's a fact so um and then also understanding like all the ideas that I do get aren't necessarily meant for me to to use or execute. Hmm. I could sell my ideas. Yeah. Um, but that helped out a lot. Even coming out here, you know, just linking up with you, linking up with different people. It, it's it's just been amazing, man. That's um, cool. It, it got me out here. I mean, even me and you mm-hmm. like talking about writing. Yeah. Like, and you just put me on game like, yo, you should read this book or yeah. check this out or you even... Uh, me being able to share my writing with you and you yeah. telling me, hey, if, if you did this, I think it would make it better. I think that that helps the whole process yeah. of us getting where we need to be. Yeah, you know I, I mean? yeah, I think uh, like one of my missions will create and like I want to create environments where people can like cr- just create. Like yeah. I want to have and we talked the other night about as far as. Um, this phenomena of like the flow state of like being in the zone. And, um, I think the times that I've been in collaboration with other people, Mm -hmm. I already feel amazing by myself. Like when I'm just, I'm just black out and I'm making a beat or I'm writing, it just comes out of my subconscious or Mm -hmm. my true self. Mm -hmm. But when you add another person, like, 
it's a super spiritual experience. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's what it's all about. Like, I really feel alive when I'm collabing with people and yep. we're just, you know, having good conversation or we're creating. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's spiritual for me. Yeah. And um, that's like what it's all about for I mean, me. The, the power of collaboration is one that is amazing. And that's why I'm so, so thankful for the group of guys that I have around me, like, like you, uh, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could, man, dude, if I named all the people, man, we'd be here for three hours, yeah, yeah. but man, all of y'all, you know what I'm saying, that that do inspire me, like, I think collaboration has been an amazing thing, and a majority of these guys are in Richmond, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is crazy, um, but like, how we're able to just, yo, I know this person, let me connect you with that guy, Yeah, you know, I, let me connect you with this girl, like, she knows how to do this, like, we're always connecting each other, you know, and we all end up just like creating some dope stuff yeah, you know yeah. what I mean yeah uh, it's, it's just crazy it's mm-hmm. just crazy bro and you you always win with collaboration man yeah you always you're you're not gonna lose collaborating with someone who you think is dope and yeah. there's nothing wrong with you looking up to someone yeah I think it's just like a, um, just remind me of like just a relationship whatever it may look like a romantic relationship a creative relationship or whatever i think the problem is is people uh when they do get together Mm -hmm. to collaborate and create whatever um their one party or both parties may not feel happy with themselves or Mm -hmm. in touch with themselves or what their purpose is or you know who they are yeah so like egos getting away the That's stuff true. that I was talking about is like that get piled up and mm-hmm. what you think is you is not really you it's like uh, it damages the collaborative yeah. effort so like mm-hmm. you gotta find people who are just like their egos to the side and they're just yeah. creating for the sake of creating but also too like with that I think that a lot of it is people not understanding how to play their part Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying Everybody yeah because wanna... you feel like you have to yeah, win yeah, yeah. Like, like the it, ego is telling you like yeah. if I'm not on top I'm yeah. not I'm not it goes back to primal stuff like yep. if I'm not winning I'm not surviving everybody so wants I got... to be quarterback yeah yeah like, I get it like I get it you know what yeah. I'm saying I think for me man just like the great Pharrell said like credit is to be given not to be taken mm. you know what I mean shut up yeah, shout out to Pharrell like, yeah I'm like I'm not of course I, we're humans mm-hmm. we we inclusion is something that we need yeah you know validation is something that we do need yeah. you know what I'm saying but it's a way to go about it you know yeah. what I mean like I'm okay with knowing that my wife or my brothers my boys you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying my homies is proud of me for the work that I'm putting out yeah I don't care about you know if so and so then put my stuff. I I get it. Mm-hmm. Now three years ago, I would have been like, "Dang, bro, you ain't repost my stuff, <laughs> yeah. man. What's what, like what's good?" To the... <laughs> but now it's just like, "Hey, it is what it is. No yeah. hard feelings. Like mm-hmm. maybe you just didn't bump with my stuff like that. It's all good. Yeah, just don't get mad when I don't like your stuff. <laughs> like you know what I mean? But yeah, not just being petty. But nah, it's just um, it's just knowing your part. Like for me. For instance, like even in in my marriage, like mm-hmm. I know that I can come with the ideas, the mm-hmm. concept, writing the scripts, yeah, uh, creating like the mood board, yeah, um, and just kind of know how I want it to flow. But when it comes to using these softwares, I know my wife is a genius at yeah. it. Yeah, 
So yeah. I let her do her thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I know, okay, she's amazing at knowing how to place what on Illustrator. She knows all the shortcuts and everything. So what I do is I sit right next to her mm-hmm. and I'm learning. Yeah. And there are times I'm just creating stuff. I'm like, yo, babe, come check this out. What you think? Yeah. <laughs> you know what dope. I mean? Or when it comes to designing apparel and stuff like that, I know I can call my brother. Yeah. And I'll be like, yo, Bobby, what's up? What mm-hmm. you think about this? Yeah. And he'll give me his. I just know who to go to for what. I'm not going to try to, you know what I'm saying, stress myself out trying to do something knowing mm-hmm. that I have unlimited help. Yeah. <laughs> or resources there. Yeah. That's, I think that's the. Um... It's important to know what you're good at and what you you like, what you want to do. Yeah. Because at the beginning, you may have to do everything. That's right. You know, and it's tough. But my whole like, uh, my whole hope is that I can, and I know it's gonna happen. Yeah. I can create right now. I'm gonna do. I'm doing a lot of stuff on on my own, but get to a point where. I have the the money and the resources to get the people yeah. that are good at what they do. Yeah. That's gonna you know help the overall mission. They feel like they're doing what they're called to do. Yeah. Uh, this person's feeling like they're, but we're you know working together, collaborating, create right. something like. Um, but and and that goes into also too, and like this is no segue, and you like getting ready to, and I think it's so dope, bro, that that you're able to like, yeah, I'm gonna be in you know I live in L.A. Uh, but I take my time. Like I'm gonna shoot to Richmond to go create. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, dude, you're you're I, bro, you're you're the goat right now. <laughs> no, like, but bro. that's super dope. Like you can like, yeah, I'm gonna split my time. Like I'm gonna go fly to the East Coast because I want to work on this project. Yeah, or whatever. And you're going to work on it with family. Yeah, and and you're gonna link up with even more people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Out there, like, tell us a little bit more about that and, and your project. Well, with whatever you can share. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'll. Uh, it's it's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's no, cool if you don't want to. No, I can talk about the project. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think if I wanted to give the title and stuff. All right, right now. okay, no, no, but, you ain't got um, to yet. Yeah, it's not easy splitting my time. I've been really lucky to have like a job, a job. Yeah. Right now, it was hard for me to say <laughs> it because I hate, <laughs> I yeah. hate working a job, bro. I, I really hate you. it, but I have to do what I have to do right 100, now. Yeah. So I've been lucky um, to have this. Um, per diem position mm-hmm. where I can kind of create my own schedule mm-hmm. and leave when I would want to and mm-hmm. come back and stuff. Uh, so I've been super fortunate to have that. But for the amount of money that I'm trying to get to to make this project come to life, like, man, I had to pick up extra hours yeah. and I'm like really like working a lot, which yeah. is... Every day, I'm like, man. It's an investment, man. Man, it's an investment, but it's rough. It's so rough. Uh, But yeah, I'm just working a lot and trying to save up this money for to go to Richmond in in January. So the plan is to um, to leave in January and take this cross country trip. Yeah. While I'm traveling, I want to shoot a documentary, Mm kind of just like my physical journey and my emotional and just spiritual and mental mm-hmm. journey to I guess becoming an artist yeah. and creating my first project yeah. so uh yeah I want to capture that capture the the making the creative creative process of it mm-hmm. of the project and you know the whole process of getting the merch and stuff together but yeah 
I'm packaging the title. I told you the title the yep. other day. I'm yep. packaging everything under that, and it's kind of the the mission's going to be all those different entities working yeah. together as one. What what are the emotions that you're feeling right now, like knowing that you're going to do this? You know what I mean? Um, I like I said before, I've been fighting like. I've just been trying to find my way. Like I know I wanted to create music, but um I've been traveling like trying to find somewhere to like put my flag and trying to find somewhere mm-hmm. uh where I can break ground and build. Yeah. So it, it's it's nerve-wracking cuz I'm yeah. about to put myself out there. Yeah, but yeah. that song that I dropped last month in yeah. that video yeah. um kind of gave me the confidence to really like okay you can do this yeah by the way people y'all go check out high times high times brian andrews on youtube uh shot by jay macklin yes Um, that was i mean the visuals are amazing i know you guys took the time yeah to to sit down produce and edit and all yeah i know the timing that goes into that is crucial yeah yeah it's um that's that's one thing that really gave me because over the past year or so I have a buddy Ryan Eccles uh, mm-hmm. he's uh, in the really in the film and how he just like analyzes film and stuff yeah. just spending time with him and see how him and his family dissect film I've really gotten a real f- fascination with uh, film yeah so doing that video I kind of I wrote the storyboard out and yeah. like the vision that I had for the song and stuff and for it to come to life it was like dang yeah. I can find a way to make uh, my music work with my passion that's for right. film so that's gonna be one of the main things that I I, I do yeah. because it's just like music and film go hand in hand oh, so heck yeah and <clears throat> I mean just to go back to our conversation that we had on uh, over the weekend on how I feel like it's dope like that video and the music just the whole package that yeah. you dropped was amazing for I appreciate me because it. it's like it's hard to find videos that go with the music mm. or music that go yeah, with the video yeah. nowadays you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like early you know 90s you know early 2000s you were able to find that yeah yeah like many movies yeah you know yeah many saying? movies but, bro. but you were able to create that with yours like uh, with all the emotions that you were talking about in mm. the song and everything like they show um in the in the video yeah you know even with the transitions and everything mm. like it just tells a whole story yeah you know which i mean i'm I've gotten into film like crazy myself. That's like, tight. Me and Danielle can't watch a movie without talking about, yo, did you see that? Yo, that 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 transition was yeah. cold. Like, yeah. we're always like rewinding and That's trying to cool. find out how they did it. That's so, so dope. I can relate, man. That's super I can dope. relate. Like, it, you want to learn. You want to dissect everything. Or mm-hmm. even something as simple as little effects that are being used. Mm. In a video that you may like or a movie, I'm always trying to find out, okay, what's it called? Yeah. You know, they, it may not be available to the masses until like five years later. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. But I just want to know. Yeah. Like, how can we recreate that? Yeah, because yeah. Because it could make a video much better. It mm-hmm. could whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, back to the way that you're able to um, tell a story mm-hmm. through your video and and. It, it's amazing. I yeah. think one thing too Appreciate is it. like if somebody was to watch your video 
without the music, mm-hmm. like I wonder what they would feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm sure they could probably come up with the same concept. Wow. As your song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is it's, it's super dope. I know. I just went yeah, deep. no, I that's just cool. Went deep no, there, yeah, that's yeah. tight, man. I, my whole, I just want people to feel like feel something. Right. And that whole like idea of like being in the flow state and not like just going with the flow and not judging myself for mm-hmm. what comes out of me. Yeah. Like getting in touch with like my subconscious mind or whatever, mm-hmm. and then just being bold enough to just open my mouth and what comes out roll with it yeah i've been doing a lot of that lately and um i figured out that when i do that dope stuff comes out of it that's right and even if it's not like uh necessarily my exact story i just look at it as if it's there somebody needs to hear it that's right you know what i'm saying so um you you never know what what somebody may need, man. Yeah. And that's why, don't take ideas for granted. Yeah, straight up. Don't ever take your ideas for granted, man. You get an idea and you know that it's for you and just try to execute it, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm learning that, you know, the whole perfectionist thing too is like, a lot of times it can be an excuse. Excuse, you know, we had that straight conversation. up. Yeah. Like, Bump being a perfectionist, like, yeah. man. What is perfection? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, art, especially when it comes to art, it's exactly. subjective. Like, who's, yeah. like, what, what stand, who's, the, what standard? And, and I think that's what, you know, sometimes, like, <laughs> you know, people are like, oh, well, it's not symmetric and it's not this. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's, the colors aren't right. Well, how can you tell me that? Like, that's what I felt at the time. Mm. I can be the only person to come back and be like, you know what? Yeah, that's dope. Because that reminds me of what I was feeling. Yeah. How often, how, this is something I'm getting over, but just how much what somebody says affects what we felt about something initially, Mm -hmm. like just about ourselves or like maybe something that we're wearing or something that we created. Like initially we feel that it's dope. Yeah. But as soon as somebody says something, like, we're like, ah, we'll change it up. We'll change it up. I mean, yeah, bro. That's so that's so crazy, man. And powerful. I think about so I think a lot. It's actually one of my favorite things to do. But um, uh, I, I remember I was driving uh, late night one time, man, and I was just thinking. I was like, yo, like society robs kids of dreams mm. so early. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of time we talk about peer pressure into doing the wrong things like mm-hmm. there's peer pressure to stopping your dreams mm-hmm. like think about like shout out to all the kids that i went to school with that were labeled weird mm-hmm. but really in reality they were in touch with themselves and who they were that's deep you know what i'm saying because yeah. they were already comfortable and knew who they were mm-hmm. like that's dope yeah i'm cool with being a sophomore junior or senior in high school and loving anime Mm. Like I'm cool with that Bump yeah. what y'all talking about Yeah Like I'm cool With Doing theater And wanting to be on Broadway Yeah Like I'm yeah. cool with wearing A, a striped shirt With yeah. polka dot Like yeah, socks like, or whatever bro, Like bro. But where we come from Man Sorry. Let oh, your yeah. ass come to bro, Come to was, school and, with And that was one of them Where it was just like Kind of like You know We have fun We'll roast each other Whatever <laughs> I roast you Da 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 right. But sometimes I'm just like Huh I actually look up to that kid 
Like he was brave. Like yeah. But I was kind of one of those people too, where I did things my own way. Mm-hmm. But I played it safe a lot. Yeah, me too, bro. So I was just like, yeah, I'll I'll be my one man army. Yeah. But don't be too loud with it because <laughs> uh, you might get roasted. Yeah. And 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 uh, or somebody they might try to come at you or they mm-hmm. might call you lame. Yeah. I mean. Shout out to, like I said, shout out to the people who knew what the, who they were yeah, at an early stage. Big shout out. That's crazy. But it also, because um, it, 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 it's super brave. Yeah. Um, but also to shout out to, to the kids who have a sense of the desire to be themselves, mm. who are going through this battle. Yeah. Like, yo, go be yourself, yo. Yeah, like, straight up, man. Go Don't, be yourself. I, I, being weird, like... I think California is more accepting of different, Without you know. A doubt. But in Indianapolis, <laughs> in up? the early 2000s, oh, nah, nah, let nah. your ass come to school with some dusty forces. Oh, no, you're done. You're done. Here in Cali, you wear your dusty that's, forces. That's character. That's vibe. That's a vibe. You know what I mean? Vintage. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I love that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes too. I'm like, man. I'm, I mean, I'm grateful for Indianapolis. It, it taught me. It, it has taught taught me a lot. Yeah, me too. But um, at the same time, I'm grateful for being in Cali um, and seeing these young kids out here doing their own thing. Yeah. Like a lot of times, me and wifey will go to the skate park. You know mm. what I'm saying? We'll take our longboards over yeah, there, yeah. kick it with with the youngest out there. Just. Mm-hmm. You know, skate, have conversation, and it's dope where their heads are at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That reminds me, have you seen Ur- the, what's that new movie, that Jonah Hill movie? Oh, uh, mid-90s? Yeah. Have I, you I seen have, it yet? I haven't seen it yet. I, I gotta it go see it. But it's like that. I go, sometimes I get on, hop on a scooter and, yeah. and ride over to Venice to the skate park and yeah. just, that's what I love about like the the dis not disenfranchised but just the outcast or whatever yeah. like there's there's codes that these skaters live by that's right and you go there they may not believe what you believe they may yeah. not do what you feel like is right to do mm-hmm. but there's genuine love there they respect you. so i go out there i see all the hippies the skaters and whatever yeah. and to be all the way honest, I went out there the other day and was just looking around and I almost like cried a little yeah. bit just to see like these people may not be living up to society standards That's or right. whatever, but they are they're loving, they're sharing Bro, they're, food, man. they're you know, got each other's back. Like Nothing there's a like cult. It. It's a whole village, man. It's crazy. You know? And it reminds me of how some of me and my, my cousins you know that that's how we did it. Mm. It's like, yo, bump what these other people thinking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Also, too, because us coming, you know, from an African background and yeah. Af- being African in Indianapolis, like an actual village. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> you came for an actual village. No, no. is that what you're trying to say? No, 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 no. that one left. But no, no, what I was saying, like, it's like being African in Indianapolis wasn't cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah. cool, but when you move to the East Coast or you come out here, it's embraced. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when we were in Indianapolis, it was just like, yo, we gotta be our own cool. Yeah, like that's we got it. We got it. I don't care what you do when you with them. Mm-hmm. When we get together, we make sure we love each other. We always gonna have each other's backs. And that just goes to like the it's kind of the cliche things like people 
try to kill what they fear or yep. what they don't understand. Very true. So if like you see somebody who's standing out in school and they're doing something that nobody else is doing, yeah. let's roast him because yeah. it's not yeah, 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 what yeah. we're used to. But I look at music and art that way now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I uh, It's really hard to find something that like really sticks with me that I can yeah. go back and listen to mm-hmm. because it has to be different for yeah. me to do that. That's, I mean, and yeah. yeah. That's so, how I feel about music, period, man. The content has to be original, man. Original. I can't. I, I mean, it's cool to to hear what everybody's listening to from time to time, but most of the time, man, when I'm by my lonesome, man, just wanted the vibe. Yeah. I got to go back, all the way back, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to feel like, yo, nobody's listening to this right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I got to dig really underground, like, mm. you know what I'm saying? And listen to people who... uh who be like, oh yeah, he cool, but I don't really. That ain't riding music. That's what people. Mm. That ain't riding music. Yeah. yeah, it is to me. Yeah, like every song I listen to, I, I can create a movie in my mm. head. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's what I, I listen to stuff that give me feeling, man, and move my soul. So yeah, you know, but, that's dope. But yeah, where we at on time, bro? We're. I, I mean, we're. Yeah, we got an hour down, man. So check this out. We're gonna have another episode so i mean uh, y'all already know i'm letting y'all know right now if y'all don't know but brian's gonna be like my like uh co-host you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying like he's gonna be popping in you know from from y'all gonna hear from him a little bit more all right Uh, but uh i'm with it i'm with it (laughs) he's like i I just heard this right now nah um just because we have dope conversations yeah it's easy i mean it's it's easy that's what we do all the time anyway yeah but uh before we, we we shut it down um, you know, I just just let the people know where to check out High Times, uh, real quick. Uh-huh. Um, let them know your Instagram again, and then I'm gonna ask you about your top five. Uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> top five. Oh, yeah. you put me on the spot. All right. Um, video High Times is on YouTube. Um, High Times Brian Andrew. Um, my Instagram. Hey y'all. Like, I'm gonna let y'all know right now. <laughs> Dennis has talked to me about it. Like, I really don't like social media. I know it's free promotion. I try to, I'm going to do, I just don't feel like I have enough content right now. Once I start creating more and feel. Jay Macklin, you hear that? He said he doesn't have enough content. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I don't know. There's just something about it. I'm trying to do better because I do like connecting with people and stuff. But at the same time, I feel social media is could be unhealthy yeah, so i yeah. take big breaks i erase it from my phone like every day but my instagram yep is i am bry b-r-y andrew andrew yeah hit me up i would love to connect with you guys yeah and, anybody who wants to collaborate with him yeah too, please do i'm all for out. it i'm um, all for it but uh so um before we end it you know top five i want to ask you who are the top five Influencers in your life right now, right now, influencers, yeah, that influence your music, uh, just the way you live, uh, your outlook on life. It could be a mixture of all, okay. All right, dang, bro, you put me on the spot. Let me think about this. That was that was the goal. (laughs) (sighs) Top five influencers, uh, I would say my cousin, Dewan, okay. Uh, just because, uh, like, I talk to him more than I talk to anybody else, mm-hmm. and um, I've learned a lot uh, from him as far as like music and 
And yeah, so I've learned a lot from him. So I would say that he's an influence on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I would say recent. I would say Russell Brand. Do you know who that is? No, please don't lie to me. Man. He uh, he was a comedian on uh, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, like the British yeah. dude. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's Russell like, Brand. Yeah. yeah, he's really on some conscious enlightenment spiritual journey that's been really amazing to me so i i read his book Mm -hmm. uh recovery Mm -hmm. um it's kind of his version of like a 12-step program but with his twist on it um and that's that book kind of helped me like take an inventory of my life and Mm -hmm. pinpoint things in my past to why I am the way that I am right now and kind of uh, work some stuff out. So I just love watching his videos on, um, on YouTube. Like he has crazy interviews, crazy, like, yeah, check him out. So I would say Russell brand right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to say Billie Eilish. Yeah. Billie. She's dope. She's an influencer right now. She's dope. I I came across her, uh, last week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So just, Kind of going back to what we were saying as far as like being like yourself mm-hmm. and being weird and going outside the box. Yeah. Um, just seeing her story, how she was homeschooled and her parents literally encouraged her to do whatever she wanted to do. Mm. Uh, I've been just following her story a little bit and her music and stuff. So I would say that's been an influence and her visuals are crazy. Oh, very. And yeah. So I would say Billie Eilish at the moment. Uh-huh. Got two more. Queen. Queen, Queen. Okay. The band. Okay, Queen. All right. Freddie, uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've been a fan. Uh, maybe a year ago, I dove in, mm-hmm. like to their old stuff. Started at the beginning, and mm-hmm. how they changed the game because <clears throat> they were in the studio experimenting. Like yeah. they did all kinds of crazy stuff in this the studio and I went and saw the Bohemian Rhapsody movie yeah, recently going, and it kind of it kind of uh lit that 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 queen fire in me again mm-hmm. so uh yeah I'm kind of obsessed with with that right now uh-huh. um just the whole creative process and all that and then number four, five this is the yep. last one yeah the last one influencer yeah yeah dang bro you really put me on the spot that's that's the goal man <laughs> that's the goal um, does it have to be a person? It doesn't have to be. I, I'll give I'll give you this last one. It doesn't have to be. Okay, you give me yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, I would say watching like different podcasts. Okay. Just uh, like the Joe Button podcast recently. Hilarious. Um, what else have I been watching? Um. Uh, Russell Brand's podcast is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one podcast called Invisibilia mm-hmm. that it talks about uh, the things that we don't talk about or see mm-hmm. that make people do the things that they do. Mm, so that sounds interesting. it's super dope. So just like different podcasts and stuff yeah. that I, I listen to on a daily. And then I think I read a book recently. Mm-hmm. I forget. Well, I'll just go with that. Okay. 
Now, so, yeah. let me let me hear yours. Oh shit! I feel like since you gave okay. me the top five, you already got yours in the chamber, ready yeah. to. I mean, not really, <laughs> but we can go at it. Um, so my top five influences right now, um, definitely um, the history of sneaker. Okay. Um, so sneaker history. All right. Definitely is a huge influence. I mean, it's, it's always been a love of mine, but okay. it's just on a whole nother level right now. All right. Um. So, cause you know, we can do people or things. So that, um, oh, this, thanks for telling me after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, I just went on. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, definitely. I mean, my wife, man, you know, Danielle, nice. she's a constant uh, influence on me. Nice. Um, always will be. Um, what else? I want to say, uh, a guy that I follow on Instagram who's like a, a, a big bro. Um, you know, he responds. His name says, uh, Satiz. Brother mm. Satis Tahiri, okay. uh, he's out in uh, Canada. I All mean, right, very influential dude, man. I like what he does in his community and everything like Word. that. Um, so him, um, what else? Uh, hmm, or who else? Let's see here. I would have to say um, Ronnie Feig, man. Ronnie Feig, Kith. That? So he owns a brand called Kith. Okay. Uh, does a lot of collaborations uh, with uh, different brands uh, when it comes to sneakers, designing, all of that, man. Yeah. And he's able to just, he's taking that brand to a whole nother level. But I, I like to just sit down and listen to his interviews because he talks about his creative process. Word. How he's been able to uh, maintain and build relationships, which is super important to me. Cool. Especially him being in the industry that I would like to um, you know, work in or uh, work with people or work with people. Yeah. Uh, so definitely Ronnie Feig. And um Is this number five? Yeah, number five, I would have to say um writing, man. Mm. Just writing period. Writing mm. period is a big influence on me because it helps me get my expression, my thoughts, my creativity. Everything. Well, that's one of mine too. Then, yeah, I mean, then, you know, man. I mean, we're both. I didn't writers. think about it in that. <laughs> yeah. Writing is we're, one we're of mine. We're both writers, and as you know, you know, I'm, I'm working on a project that that's yeah uh, written. Uh, you know, is, is, is fueled by by writing. So yeah, yeah. I'm very, very excited and driven by writing right now. Being able to get. Um, just my thoughts and everything yeah. onto paper. So yeah, those are my top five right there. All right. Yeah. That's what's up, bro. So yeah, Brian, Andrew, thank you so much for joining yeah, me man. on the Top Five Podcast. My pleasure. It was dog. a pleasure. Uh, can't wait to do it again. Uh, so guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I'm sure you guys find found this uh, podcast very, very um, valuable. I hope you guys take the gems, apply it to your lives, and share it with others. So as you know, I'm your host, Dennis Botang, and this is where I talk to dope people who are doing dope things, and I am an advocate for nurturing the culture. Have a good one. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five.